Welcome to Driving Cultural Relevance with Dr. Akomo, bringing you multifaceted conversations intersecting education, entertainment, business, committed to cultural relevance, DEIB, and cultural capacity building. I am Dr. Ruth Akombo, and today I will be reflecting on my name, my culture, my identity. Make sure you listen to the end and share with me your story. Recently, I listened to people talk and sometimes I feel overwhelmed by people who think if you do not adopt a new culture or an evolving culture, you are backward thinking, disrespectful, stuck in the past. In some instances, they might be right. Let's start by looking at the movie Coming to America or the scene in the Black Panther movie where the villain forces the young king to say his name. He didn't, of course. The reaction from the elders when he shouted out his name gave me chills, shivers down my spine. It was such an incredible and powerful moment and shows the impact that our name can have or the weight that our names carry. Same as the reaction of the two men when they found out this guy at the game in, the, in, in, in a place where they did not expect to see another African was the son of a king in their country or the son of their king. I'm now talking about coming to America, the movie most of us know. This brings me to my name. My name is Ruth, Ritsemamo Akumbu. Those are the three names that I bear officially. Generally, I go with Ruth Akumbu. There is an evolution to my name. I was born and named Ritsemamo as my first name. But because of Christianity or a Christian culture and a colonial system, my first name became my middle name and my current first name is Ruth. As an identifier, I was given the last name Akumbu so that people would know who my father is, but most importantly, which family I belong to. This is why I am called Rufitamu Akumbu. In most cases, like I've mentioned, I don't use my middle name because it's long. <laughs> it's hard to say. People misunderstand it. People, or people mispronounce it and it defeats the purpose of the name. Vitsemamo is a name that was given by my father, which means they are talking about me. My father gave me this name because 
he was deaf, not by birth, but through a car accident. And situations in his life led to people always talking about him, which we will not get into. So to show that even though he was deaf, he was quite aware of what was going on around him. He named me Vitsamamo. They are talking about me. It is quite interesting sometimes when I sit in a room or I'm in a situation where I know people are talking about me and all I can say is, they're talking about me, Vitsamamo. It's fitting, that's my name. It's okay, they can talk about me, whether positively or negatively, hopefully without me giving them calls to talk about me negatively, that my name is fitting. So it usually doesn't hit as hard as it would if I wasn't familiar with this identity that my, da my daddy gave me. Yeah, just reflecting and thinking about just the, the struggles or the emotions or the deep thought that my father had to put into naming me Vatemamo. And to think that I do not use it often because society would say it's too long or people in the society cannot pronounce it. And I have to go with something that is easy, even though it reflects a value that I share, which is the Christian value that I share. But that was not my first name that was not the name that my daddy taught the very first time he wanted to name me he gave me um, a second name which was Ruth because that was the Christian name that was the easy name or that was what the colonial system in place required I have to agree that the changes most uh, um, communities are starting to not use Christian names or Eurocentric names, but use just the tribal names now, which is good, which is good because it's important to <laughs> something like a name is something that we are going to bear or carry with us for the rest of our lives. It's important to, um, to be happy with the name. I know this is a uh, more complex conversation when it comes to names and people's identities in modern days, in the past, in African culture, in the American culture, um, in different contexts, right? 
but it is still something that an individual has to wrestle with. Now, I'm going to share with you my name in my local context. If I were, if the local context was the village in which I was born. In my tribe, there are multiple Akumbos. So if I am in a room and I say my name is Ruth Akumbo, the first question will be which Akumbo? So to make things easy, I have to say Ruth the Semamo Akumbo, the daughter of Joseph Akumbo, the son of Nzifan, son of Afombwe from Boate. So I specify where my family or my great-grandparents are from. To make it more clear, I will list my mother's names. Pauline Bichil, daughter. So my, my name will be Ruth Petsemamoakumu, the daughter of Pauline Bichil, daughter of Akuchu, son of Ndu. I list these names for clarity and to establish my place in the community to show that I belong, to show my identity. So my names carry just more than what I feel or think. It carries with it my ancestors. It carries with it my lineage. It carries with it everything that I hold dear from my past. So imagine having to constantly have to adjust, adapt, or change my name to please the current culture or to please society. Which makes me wonder, in society today, which of the cultural aspects of life that make up my identity am I expected to give up? Is Ruth Vitemo Akumbo with PhD at the end of my name how I should require that everybody addresses me? Or should they address me as Dr. Ruth Petemo Akumbo? Or should they address me as Dr. Akumbo or Dr. Ruth Akumbo? Or is it Miss Akumbo because I'm not married? And if I was married, will it be Mrs. Ruth Akumbo 
with my la husband's last name in the end. These might seem like easy questions to answer, but once you trace your, your name to your identity or far beyond your ancestral lines, once you trace your name, once your name is tied, not just to your identity, but to your heritage, these questions don't become as easy as they might seem. I have been Miss Ruth. I have been Miss Ruth Akumbu with an MS, MIS. I've been Sister Ruth. I've been Auntie Ruth. I've been what? Mom. Even though I do not have kids, now I'm Dr. Ruth. Uh, if you look at my professional profiles, it lists Ruth Batemo Akumbo. You want to list the titles, you go with AA, Associate Degree, BSBA, MBA, and now PhD. These are all the things that has shaped who I am. But I have to adjust. I can't go around saying, my name is Ruth Betemomo Akumbu, AA, BSBA, MBA, PhD, the daughter of Akum, Joseph Akumu, son of Ndifon, son of Afombwe, the daughter of Pauline Bucho, daughter of Akuchu, son of Ndu. In reality, that's who I am. But I do not go around <laughs> calling myself that or introducing myself as that. The new way that I'm seeing some indigenous people, especially from the African continent, who are educated and have educational titles, adapting is, especially for women, especially for women. If they're married, they would be called, say for example, I was married to To, as previously known, uh, 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 um, suggested that if I were married to To, so I would be, Dr. Mrs. To in some situations. And in another situation, let's start with the French version of it. I would be Dr. Ruth Vatsamamo, née 
Akumbo Epuza Do. Minus the doctor, the rest of it would be on my ID. Ruth Betemo Ne Akumbo Epuza Do. Yes, that's a very long name. But in some communities, I would be Dr. Mrs. Ruth Akumbo. So if I wanted to bear all of it, but to make things easier, it will be Dr. Mrs. Akumbo. So if I wanted to save my, my, to keep my father's name, now I just gave up two of my actual names. So Dr. Mrs. Rubitemo Akumbo, so, but to make it shorter, it will be Dr. Mrs. Akumbo. Oh, I could just go with Mrs. To or Mrs. Ruth To. Just going through this process is overwhelming. I am stressed out just trying to analyze my name or get my name to represent my culture and still reflect who I am and fit in the current society in which I, I live. I wish there was an easier way around preserving my identity or my heritage through my name my culture without taking out so much or adjusting and adapting. This might not make sense to some people, but I want to call on everybody that follows societal and cultural changes in society to always remember that the rate at which you are willing to change and adapt and adopt new culture or transfer new culture to other cultures maybe in your society or outside your society, should be done with care, should be done with respect for the other person's culture. We really never know why people hold on to their names the way they do. 
if somebody chooses a name that works for them, there is a reason why they're comfortable with that name. It's the same, maybe um, not pushing the envelope too far. My sister used to call her name Nina. That was not her original name. She did not impose it on us. We didn't have to call her Nina, but we knew that she liked being called Nina sometimes. It made her feel, I don't know, it just reflected how she just saw herself. She saw herself as Nina. So every now and then we will call her Nina. But it was not something, it was something for her immediate friends. It was something that had, that was, you know how we say inside joke? It was something that was for her and a few people that understood the moment that were in the context where she was like, oh, my name is Nina or call me Nina, right? So something came about that caused her to call herself in that moment, Nina. And um, we respected that. That was her nickname. We gave, we, we would call her that once in a while. She never got upset if we never called her that, if we didn't call her Nina. So basically, um, my culture, my name, my identity. I am hoping that I have in some way shown there are a lot of complexities when it comes to names. There's a lot of complexities when it comes to adopting new levels. There are a lot of complexities when it comes to what society expects of you and how you view yourself. And I think that as we continue to evolve and our cultures continue to evolve, we will try to respect people's personal cultures, as long as it's not hurting you, it's not hurting me, it's not hurting my neighbor, as long as there is no harm intended or caused, if there is, address it and find a compromise. But it is absolutely important not to impose your cultural values on others, it is, you can share with them and let them find the value in it and see what they need to adopt or reject. At their comfort, instead of imposing. So again, my name is Rivetemamo Akumbo. My father adopted a Christian name for me. And I kept the name because I identify with Christian values. So I kept the name. I liked the name of the, the story of the person 
the original name Ruth. So I kept it. But I have a choice to get rid of it if I did not feel that this name is healthy for me. I know it's a complex, naming is complex with sexual identities and different things in society today. It's complex, but this is not where I'm going. I am basically addressing the culture that I grew up with, why my names reflect my culture and why my names are important to me and my identity. And even though I might adjust it or change things or add things here and there, there are just, there are some extremities I will not go to just to please society because it is at that point interfering with my identity. And I think in society, you want me to be who I am. Colonization has proven that destroying other people's cultures so that your culture can survive is a recipe that does not always end well or is not a winning strategy. Let's learn from our past as we build today for the future. So my name, my culture, my identity. What's your story? <laughs>